John's alarm went off and he rolled over and hit the snooze button. And uh, when it went off the second time, his mother came and knocked on the door and said, John, get up, you have to go to church. And he said, oh, is it Sunday? He said, nobody talks to me at church. You know, no one's friendly or no one's interested in really what I've got to say. He said, I don't think I'll go to church. And she said, you've got to go to church. And he said, give me one good reason why I've got to go to church. And she says, John, you're the minister. So I want to ask you the question, why would anyone want to go to church? That's our our subject for this morning. And uh, in 2017, the McCrindle Research Group did a survey on faith and belief in Australia. And they found, not surprisingly, that perceptions of church are on the decline. And the biggest reason for this is the negative influence of Australians concerning child abuse. 73% say that child abuse is a massive turn-off to church. We've just been through a difficult week, haven't we, with um, the sentencing of George Pell. And it's been horrendous to hear the things around that case. Even though he is not an Anglican, we cannot but help as Christians, as a Christian community, to, to take some of the, the, uh, the criticism or the flack when things like that happen. And, and they are terrible things. So, is there hope for us? Well, in the same survey, it was found out that 53% of Australians considered Jesus' life to be ex- extremely important in history and in the culture of our world. So, over half the people think that Jesus is a positive influence. So, why would anyone go to church? It has to be because of Jesus, doesn't it? It has to be not because of of man, but because of God. And I'm going to give you five good reasons why you might not just want to go to church, but you might even want to make this your church family. And I need to start by defining my terms, I suppose. What do I mean by church? Uh, church is not a building. This, this is a wonderful building and uh, we're, we're using it to gather in, but the building is not the church. Our name is All Saints Anglican Church, but the church is not the, the denominational institution. Yes, we are Anglicans, but it's not as if Anglicanism defines us as a church. We are members of the, the Sydney Anglican Diocese, but the head office, the organisational... We'll go again. There we are. Like I said, I want to give you five good reasons why... Uh, you might not just consider going to church, but even becoming a, a member of our church here at All Saints. And let me launch into them. The first reason uh, for wanting to be a part of the church that Jesus builds is that the church Jesus builds gives us a community to live with. One of the greatest social problems in the Western world is isolation. More and more Australians are suffering uh, from 
the psychological and even physical effects of loneliness and isolation. I don't know if you noticed it, but um, a week or two ago, there was a news article about the Hug Club. Um, I had a bit of a look at this because it was interesting and I found out that this started in Pitt Street Mall in 2006. There was a guy who ran around with a sign, Free Hugs. And um, he called himself Juan Man. That's not his real name, he wasn't even South American. But he called himself One Man. And he thought and showed by offering free hugs that people stopped to hug him that human contact, something as simple as a hug, can really make a difference to a person's life and uh, to their day. The slogan is Embrace Life. Don't you love that? It shouldn't surprise us though because God has actually designed us as human beings to live in relationships, to live in communities. For my life to, to flourish and for me to develop to be the person that God has made me to be, I need to be surrounded by other people, people who take an interest in me, people who accept me for who I am, people who have a significant relationship with me and in the church, people who I can call brothers and sisters. The church is, is where you, you will find God's community but community is something that you can find in other places, isn't it? You will find community where people gather around similar interests in, in sport or whatever else it might be, uh, a book club, a cooking club, all these things. They are great opportunities for community as people join them. But the Christian community is centred around faith in Jesus Christ. The thing that binds us is not just a hobby or an interest. It is the very essence of our life. That we are creatures made by God who live in his image and who should share uh, together the life that we live. The Apostle Paul said to the church, the Christians in the city of Rome, he wrote, accept one another then, just as Christ has accepted you in order to bring praise to God. In community we find the acceptance that God has made possible and that ends in praise to him. So that's the first reason that we might want to be a part of the church that Jesus Christ builds. The second reason is that as we gather together in community with God in the middle, the church that Jesus builds gives us a chance to look upward to God, not just outward to, uh, to the people around us, upward to God. Uh, someone once said that the church is the only institution that exists for people who are not yet members. And that's a good way of putting it, isn't it? As we look upward to God, as we want to praise God and see uh, people come in. So we have the opportunity as we experience Christian community to actually experience God's love. Camille said the promise of Jesus that when two or three are gathered together in his name, he promises that he is there in, in the midst of those people. So as we gather here this morning, we have come into God's presence. And as a group of, of Christians, as a community, as the church, we focus on God's saving love 
we focus on our praise and worship of him. We lift him up in our songs and, and in our thoughts and in our actions. The church gives us a great uh, place and a great context in which to focus upwards on God. Yes, worship is all of our life. All of our life lived in God's presence. But as we gather together as the church, there is a special sense of which we can worship God together, acknowledging his presence with us. So the church that Jesus builds gives us a community uh, to live with. It encourages us to draw near to God in whole-of-life worship. And thirdly, the church that Jesus builds gives us an opportunity to go deeper into our faith in Jesus. Uh, in, church, in church history, there has been uh, a misunderstanding of some Christians thinking that if they want to grow as Christians, they should go and isolate themselves from everybody else. I remember from college reading about a guy um, named Simon Stylites and he lived in a cave apart from people for years because he had a problem with lust. And he thought after four or five years that he'd overcome the problem, he went out of the cave and saw a woman and then threw himself into the prickle, the briar bush and went back to his cave. You can't, you can't solve your problems by isolating yourself. And in fact, um, the Bible promises that when we gather together, that God will speak to us. There are 27 books or letters in the New Testament and except for Timothy, Titus or Philemon, all the others are written to churches, to groups of people. As we read the scriptures, we have a bit of a problem though in English because we read um, in a number of New Testament letters the statement, Christ died for you. And we think, or I think, that's great. Christ died for me. But that's not what the passage says. The passage says Christ died for you. We don't have a, um, a word for the, that pronoun that's, that includes everybody. I can't say use. My mother would be very disappointed. <laughs> but, but when it says that Christ died for you, yes, he died for me and that's wonderful. But more significantly, he died for the church. He died for the people of God. And as we gather together, the promises that he has made in the scriptures apply to the church. Jesus said the Holy Spirit will lead you into all truth. It doesn't mean that I can go off and think that the Holy Spirit and I are going to have a great little revelation somewhere and learn truths that nobody else knew. No, it means that as you gather as the church, the Holy Spirit leads you into all truth. I love Wednesday nights. It's the night when our, our growth group, our small group meets at our house and one of the things we do is we open the Bible together and usually I prepare the, 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 the study but every time we meet and we discuss things I learn stuff from the Bible from other people that I didn't know before and that's how God's planned it to work. We can't grow to Christian maturity on our own. God provides us with a group of people to have that opportunity to stir each other on in our Christian maturity and Christian faith. We grow when we have our brothers and sisters to share the Christian life with. The fourth reason that uh, we might like to come to the church that, that Jesus builds is that we have the opportunity through God's people to make a difference 
in God's world. We all want to make our mark in some way, don't we? We all want to be thought well of or um, maybe hope that we've left the world a little better off for our being here when we, when we finally pass away. You, is that too morbid? <laughs> we do hope, don't we, that we can make a difference in people's lives. And uh, in, in the church, we have that opportunity as we share life with one another and help each other out. We call it Christian service. It can be something that's organised, like rosters for giving meals to people who are in need or things like that. But more often than not, it is not a program. It is the reaction to the needs of people around us. And that's what Christian faith does. We gather together with God's people and we have a, a connection through God's love for us. We love others in return. And we look after each other and we care for others in the church. And many times I've had that experience and I'm sure that those who are members of our church here at All Saints can say that as well. It is a wonderful thing uh, to be able to help to meet the needs of another person in Jesus' name. We are sitting in uh, a kind of illustration of that very point. I've been trying to work out for Wednesday night how many people have been involved in this building project over the last nine years. It's a cast of thousands, not quite thousands, but it is just about everybody in the church has had something to do with our building project. And there are many things in the last two weeks that have, have shown just how great Christian service is you look out the window you'll see how green the grass is for the whole 20 years I've been here that was just a dirt patch we had a working bee and we laid turf and you know what it was amazing fun and we had women and men and uh, younger people all helping and we did that and now we can look and say we did that we achieved that it's, it's great being a minister when I feel like I, everything's a bit nebulous I mow the grass and then I think I've achieved something but we can look around and we can see what we've been involved in and what we have achieved. And the model of our service is Jesus himself. Jesus said, the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom payment for many. The more you grow in your Christian faith, the more you become like Jesus, the more motivated you will be to serve others in God's name. And the church gives us every opportunity to grow in our Christian faith and then to serve others, to meet the needs of those around us. And the fifth and final reason why we might want to join the church that Jesus builds is that the church gives us an opportunity to impact the world. If you get three manly sea eagle supporters together what do they do after last night they do cry <laughs> but then they say but look at the last try wasn't it great there is hope but when they get you know when we get together we talk about the football team why because that's that's our our shared interest that's a, a thing that we feel passionate about 
when we get together as Christians, we feel passionate about Jesus and we naturally talk about him. I can remember years ago when the Northern Spirit soccer team used to play at North Sydney and I went there with my uh, young son who was a great enthusiast and, and used to make so much noise and one night Jenny came with us and she said to me, you know, you're not allowed to have more fun at the football than you do at church. And that's true, isn't it? That's true. If we focus on what Jesus has done for us and that is the centre of, of our, our motivation and our being, then we can't help but want to tell other people. Does the world need Jesus? You bet. You bet. It is not just we here who need Jesus. We live in a broken and, and uh, bloodshed, you know, on the news, the horrible things that happened yesterday in, in Christchurch. Our world needs Jesus. And the church is God's method of spreading that good news. And as we do that together, it doesn't mean you've got to be an evangelist and stand on the, on the corner and, um, you know, and say the, the end is near. It means that we just have to share what is important to us. Talk about our faith in Jesus Christ. We've all got a story. And that story is unfolding as we encourage each other, as we meet together. So, let me finish then. There's not just one good reason. There are at least five good reasons that certainly excite me about being a part of Jesus' community here at All Saints. Are you attracted to a church like the one that I've just described? For our regulars, we know we are by no means perfect, but we are on a journey and that is our goal, that is our focus. So to our regulars, I would say thank you for sharing the journey and let's keep doing it. Let's keep focusing on those reasons that uh, God has given us to meet together as a church. And to our visitors and guests, you've come to have a look at, at our building today and that's great, but we hope that you see more than a building, that you actually see Jesus in his people. And we would love to talk with you about that following the service, so please stay and enjoy morning tea and... Um, if you can't find someone to talk to, come and talk to me. <laughs> Let me pray. God, our Father, we thank you, Lord, that your promise is that you will build your church and that the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Father, we thank you for the freedoms we have to meet as your people here in Australia. And Lord, may we take every opportunity to be the people that you've called us to be. For your kingdom and for your glory, we pray. Amen.